You're listening to News Nine Live podcast. I'm Neha. This upcoming presidential election is poised to be one of the most entertaining spectacles witnessed globally, largely due to the dynamics within the Republican Party. Not only is the renowned Donald Trump in the fray, but we also have Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley already engaged in fierce competition for the top job in the land of the free and the brave. Adding to this excitement. Former Vice President Mike Pence has officially entered the race, setting the stage for a potential showdown with his former boss. To delve deeper into this fascinating scenario, I am joined by my colleague Arnav Jha, who covers international politics at News Nine. Hi, Arnav. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Neha. Arnav, why have some people in the Republican Party turned against Trump running in 2024? You know what? What can this shift be attributed to? Okay, so there are long-term reasons for this. There are short-term reasons for this. I'll start with the long-term reasons. The long-term reason is that a lot of people feel that the Republican Party should move past Donald Trump. A lot of people within the Republican Party. I'm not talking about the voter base right now, just the Republican Party. Feel that Donald Trump had his chance in 2020. He lost the election. He did all that, you know, January 6 riots thing. He claimed that the elections were stolen from him. He tried to push the stolen election narrative for a while, and all of the people who were basically supported or endorsed by Trump afterwards, who took up this election lie narrative, all lost. So the party was thinking they need to have a more normal candidate who can maybe bring back Republican fortunes in 2024. So the long-term reason basically is this: that they just feel that they can move on to someone else. They're cautiously trying to do just that. Okay. the short term reasons for why everyone at least everyone who is now on the republican side who's announced their own candidacy why they are attacking trump is very simple they're attacking the person who is at least currently most likely to win okay not win but i'd say he's most popular thus far at least what opinion polls are saying a lot of people in america still feel that donald trump's presidency at least the conservative voters feel that his his presidency great it was a shining example of what voters want in the country they want to go back to that so regardless of what the republican party themselves feel a lot of voters support that and all these candidates nikki haley or even mike pence they all know this they all know that trump is the candidate to beat so they want to find everything they can where they can just you know criticize him but not go directly into attacking him because it's very important that they not directly attack trump because that won't run very well with republican voters criticism is fine they're trying to appeal to moderate republicans the sort of republicans who are not you know that keen on people like trump basically who are too much hype too much drama less you know actual politics basically all right arnav pence is known to be a good orator with a significant political background what are his chances i mean mike pence the thing about mike pence of course is that he's more of what you would call consider a traditional republican the sort of republicans that existed within the party before someone like donald trump came along who was more of an outsider okay he was more of a showman rather than a politician so mike pence is of this older generation of republicans he is the sort of guy who's saying he'll bring back common sensical republican values to you know politics again he's saying that he will bring back conservative christian values to politics he's trying to portray himself as a candidate who will be different from trump in 
every way possible but that is very difficult because a lot of his political achievements at least in recent years are tied to his work in the trump presidency which is also why it is difficult for him to criticize his boss and vice versa they can't really attack each other too much because you know you can't attack each other on each other's work because you were you know one was vice president one was president you both worked together whatever you did is what you're trying to run on right now basically so they can't attack each other too much so the biggest problem for pence right now is to show that he's different enough basically which is very hard to be honest he doesn't have that much going for him he was never the most charismatic person you might call him a good speaker but anyone can be good speaker in front of a crowd it's about pulling in the crowd okay it's about doing the sort of things that donald trump is capable of doing he will not make one tangible you know policy uh, he will not talk about policy at all okay that will never be his thing he'll rarely do it most of the times he'll just rile up the crowd based on his own personality that is not something pence can do so pence immediately has a disadvantage against trump in that he can't really attack trump either for the reason i gave you so the only thing he actually has going for him which you know sets him apart from a lot of people is that he's known to be very very religious is known to be an extremely religious christian and that sort of thing can play well in certain us states like iowa where you have a lot of these conservative christians there those sort of people like the sort of things he says but in other states he has a bit of a problem there's also the problem that a lot of trump fans don't really like mike pence right now for the precise reason that they feel he was disloyal to his former boss he uh, he you know did not support trump when he said the 2020 election was stolen he did not stop the certification of joe biden's victory they feel that he was disloyal which is also a factor that works against him so it's not going to be very easy for mike pence is what i'm saying essentially all right well arnav with trump desantis haley and now pence in the mix what are the republicans looking at in 2024 so the way to look at this is that it's a bit of a confusing thing now i'll put desantis aside for the moment because he's a bit of a separate character when it comes to these things but a lot of these other people that you just named and there are even others that you have not named like asa hushinson okay uh these people are essentially uh, they're running as anti trump candidates okay that's the best way of putting it because they might have their you know separate policy positions but all of it fundamentally comes back to the fact that they're trying to be the common sensical republican at a time when people like trump are considered you know the face of republicanism essentially they are people come from an older breed of republicans who were conservative but they were still very much politicians who you expected to see in washington not people like trump so all of these people are essentially anti trump candidates okay you could like go into their separate policy positions one might you know be a little bit more flexible on uh, abortion another one wants america to be more involved abroad those sort of things but they don't matter that much the point that matters here is because they're all anti trump candidates they actually take away votes from each other okay they take away votes from each other and if it was only one anti trump candidate if, if there's only desantis there for instance he would have still had more of a chance against trump but now they have several of these anti trump candidates they're all cutting into each other's vote share and basically giving a much easier path to victory to trump at at present at least from what we can see now so desantis in specific let me get get to desantis because his case is a little interesting so 
DeSantis is a little bit like Trump in certain ways. He is not running that much on his own on the strength of his own policies. Okay, he's not the sort of person who goes out and talks about his policies that much. He talks about what his policies will do. Okay, meaning that he is very concerned with the appearances of things as opposed to the substance, which is why in his own you know state of Florida, where governor. He spent all these years as governor fighting all these culture wars. He, he's tried to push out like books that he considers very offensive to the American, you know, psyche, like things about, uh, you know, racism and race wars and all that. He's tried to ban teaching of, you know, gender in, in school. He's tried to ban, uh, you know, talking about homosexuality, basically. He's done all of these things. He's, he's taking on Disney now, okay? He's doing all this because he wants to perform politics, but not go into the policy too much. And that's very much like Trump. Trump is also more of a performer than he is a politician. So they have that thing going for them, which is very similar. Now, where DeSantis is a little different is not only do people consider him to be more, uh, let's just say, less of a comical figure. He's less of a joker figure. Okay, okay. if Trump is more of a guy that says crazy things and you laugh at him, okay, and you're impressed with the fact that he can say all these things. DeSantis is a guy who's more, uh, you know, tries to portray himself as like a hardline Republican, okay? Very, you know, military in his approach, very strong man, okay? Which, you know, maybe comes from his years as a lawyer for the uh, Navy, okay? But he doesn't have Trump's charisma. In fact, he's known to have the opposite of charisma. That, there's a lot of rumors about how he's very uncharismatic in person. Like, he'll ignore you know, people who are donating to his campaign while he's there, he will, you know, have handshakes with people, but he can't say three words to them. And, and he'll be okay in speeches, because of course, you know, as a politician, your speeches, but that one-to-one connection with people, he just does not have that. So likability is a very big issue for him, but he's very similar to Trump in other regards. And there's a lot of people who find him appealing for exactly that. There are also a lot of people who believe that he should not be running right now. A lot of voters that I have read about, okay, like these examples that, you know, a a lot of these publications uh, publish what people think about DeSantis. A lot of these Republican voters think that he should have waited four more years. He should have tried to run in 2028 so he doesn't, you know, step on Trump's toes, basically. They're saying, we want to support DeSantis, we want to support Trump, but if they both fight, we would rather support Trump, okay? So he should have waited. I don't know why he's doing this. There's a lot of people who feel that way. Right. Finally, Arnav, given the significant divide among Republican leaders, would you say the chances of Democrats coming into power again are higher? A bit of a complicated question because right now, if you think about, like, we've discussed the Republican field, but the Democratic field is, for the lack of better words, kind of barren right now. They don't have too many candidates who are standing up against, like, say, Joe Biden. Okay, they, they have maybe two candidates, one of which is a guy who is, you know, an anti-vaccine candidate and, you know, anti-science candidate. So he doesn't have any serious competitors, Joe Biden, currently. That may change by the time 2024 comes in. Someone may join it, but it's not that likely he'll have a very serious competition going forward. So when it comes down to it, what you're asking basically, I suppose, is what chances does Joe Biden have in 2024, given the state of the Republican Party right now? And the answer to that is actually, again, not simple, because 
yes, there are a lot of people who might be attracted to Joe Biden if they think that Donald Trump is going to come back to power. They want to prevent the same sort of craziness that was happening in 2020, which made them in the first place vote Joe Biden. Now, the thing that is going against Joe Biden is that people don't think Donald Trump is that big a problem anymore. In 2020, a lot of people were fed up with Donald Trump. They just wanted to vote against Donald Trump. And so they voted for Joe Biden. They were not specifically Joe Biden supporters. They did not support his policy positions. They don't like him as a politician, as a person. They just like the fact that he was running against Donald Trump. Okay. So will these people vote for Joe Biden again? Hard to say. Okay especially if other options show up, you know, on the Republican and Democratic side. Maybe these people won't go for Joe Biden this time. And Joe Biden can hope that his achievements in his years in office are enough, but he's also had his, you know, fair share of controversies. And a lot of uh, Republicans feel that he's taken the country down a liberal path. So they're alarmed about that. A lot of people think that he's done bad things for the economy. A lot of people think that he's, you know, done... A lot of a small percentage of people actually, I would say, think that he's done wrong by engaging with the Ukraine war, for instance. A lot of there are Americans, a certain percentage of Americans who feel that their country should not interfere too much with foreign, you know, conflicts, and they feel Joe Biden has done way more than interfere. He's almost like proxy fighting Russia at this point, basically. A lot of people feel that. So, all right, I'll wrap up on that note. Thank you, Anna, for joining me with all of these insights. Thank you all for listening.